Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Take you to school with Dr. Tom Pritchard. I am your host, JP John Posh from Two Man Power Trip. Of course, joining me, the star of the show, the former eight time Smoke Around Wrestling Tag Team Champion and former WWE World Tag Team Champion, one of the greatest trainers ever in the history of the business, the doctor of desire himself, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Dr. Tom, how are you doing today, sir? John, I'm doing great today. Thank you. Man, we really got nothing to talk about. There's nothing going on. Not a uh, thing going on tonight. So I'm really yeah, happy. And, what can we talk about? What's your knitting? How's your garden looking these days? How are yeah. your strawberries? Yes. I got a story about that too here in a minute. But yeah. So what do you want to start with? Uh, I Hello, it, underdog. Oh, yes. My favorite. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. I guess we have to have to start. And I know we want to talk about Jeff Hardy. We'll get to him in a minute. But mm-hmm. we have to start with the Vince McMahon allegations. $3 million in hush money supposedly, allegedly, comes out from the Wall Street Journal that he supposedly paid off this woman that he was having an affair with. And Johnny Ace may be involved. They may be digging up old cases. There may be NDAs involved. The board is looking into it. Vince is being investigated. Did you hear about this? What do you think about this? No, what happened? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I just heard about it like you did uh, early this afternoon. And what do you say? I don't know what to say. Uh, people can make accusations about anything all the time, and they do. And people say, um, well, as, as we've seen on just every day, the climate is uh, always pointing to somebody doing something. And so I don't really know what to, to comment on it. Um, how do you comment on it without coming off like a jack off or just like, 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 you know, anything at all? Cause I don't know anything at all, but, uh, if we, we just had the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. Yep. So, um, 
that was what six weeks. Although I, I didn't watch any of it, but oh no, I take that back. I watched like the snippets when they would come on, uh, uh, like the internet news and stuff. But that's what it's turned into, and in, in no matter what happens, it's it's going to be more sensational than uh, sometimes it really is, and sometimes it's more sensational than, than it appears to be. So I don't know. Just crazy to to see that pop up because it does seem like Nick Khan is trying to take over as uh, Matty R put, cleaning the way for a Nick Khan full takeover. It seems like it because remember January we were talking about Shane was gone, mm-hmm. then Triple H was gone, then Stephanie was gone, and now Vince is in trouble with, in his own company with his own board. It seems kind of crazy. Well, so what? What is your explanation for it? What What is your assumption? Because I mean, I, I think in any, uh, in anything, in any business, especially entertainment business, um, you ha- I don't know. I, in this day and age, with 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 everything being sensationalized, everything. Um, I think everybody has enough opinions on it. I, I don't really, I don't have, an, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't even know how to opinionate on it. Like, I don't. It's just, it, everything you read lately, it seems like it's uh, uh, not coincidental that, that Punk's hurt. Uh, who else is hurt from AEW? Somebody else, too. Uh, Danielson got hurt. Okay. And then you got Cody Rhodes, the face yep. of WWE, getting hurt. You got Matt Cardona getting hurt, having to give up to his the NWA title. And then you have everybody trying. Um, I, I don't know what everybody's trying to do anymore. I really don't. But uh, it, it nothing surprises me. Let me say that. That's all I got to say. Uh, Triple H is working as executive, and Stephanie's gone. TV, and yeah, yeah, it's true. Yep, they're all gone. Vince is a disaster right now with his affair allegation. Oh well, yeah. Plus the Oliver Luck stuff, which they were supposed to go into some sort of mediation with the XFL, and he's owed money. Wow. Supposedly it lasted less than ten minutes, and there was no talk, and everybody left unhappy. So wait, 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 wait. What happened now? So what, Oliver Luck Oliver is Luck, suing, the coach? is suing them. No, right. he was in charge of the XFL, so he's suing oh, okay. them because he's saying that they didn't pay him the money he was owed. Right. They were saying he was a failure. They had to stop the league and blah, blah, blah. So he said, well, I still want the money that's owed to me. I had a contract, right. and they had some litigation in, in, in a meeting. It was over in less than 10 minutes, and there was no decision. They just walked out. So oh. luck, luck still is out of luck right now. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Anything is possible in this world of espionage and spies and all that crap. Yeah, I mean, look look at how crazy things are right now. So, I, gosh, why wouldn't why wouldn't we need something crazy right now in wrestling, I guess? Oh, cancel mediation. What? Because the judge said there was no settlement was going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Just it's. I, th- I heard it lasted less than ten minutes. So like, you know that nothing came out of it. If anything goes that that quickly, you know that there was going to be no right. outcome. Right. So, um, I don't know what else to say. It just seems to me, and I know it's an obvious thing, and everybody on on the uh, Twitter verse and everybody 
in the world is saying like Nick Khan has to be involved because all the McMahons are falling down and you know the meme of him going after one after the other with the sickle and well I I, I really I, I don't um I haven't paid attention to who or what Nick Khan is or does that much that close attention I've only honest to goodness Sometimes I will just skim the headlines because I just don't care. And that, that, that's just how, how I feel right now. Um, and what I mean by I don't care, it's, it's like I think they're grabbing at straws sometimes when they do the headlines and you read the story it had nothing to do with the headline. And that just kind of is like, uh, I, I don't know enough about Nick Khan. So, um, but in the world again of espionage and spies and all that stuff, hell, who knows? Who knows? But that's conspiracy theorists, uh, theorists, whatever you say, theorists, theories. That's yep. conspiracy theory. And I don't know that. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know because I haven't seen. But obviously, other people have, or believe they have, or again, Amber Heard made accusations too. <laughs> And, and, and vice versa. Yep. And, you know, so it's, it's the world of celebrity. It's the world of show business. And, and uh, it, it, I, for some reason, it makes perfect sense that it, it would just find its way here. I don't know. I mean, I, I, if you're asking me, do I think one way or the other, I sure do. But I, I don't think it would be appropriate for anybody to say that they saw anything for sure and anything else is just hearsay. And quite honestly, I'll tell you, it's shit like this that um, always rubbed me wrong because no matter how you look at it, nobody's, nobody's innocent here, no matter what. Yep. And you can make accusations all day long, but in, at, at the end of the day, uh, everybody's involved, even the guy or even who whoever makes the accusation and puts it out there publicly. Because you don't really, it's it's an accusation right now. It hasn't been proven yet. Until it's, it's proven, I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on up there. I don't know what's going on with Vince and Linda. I don't, but... I know it's I've heard been, they haven't really been together in, in a long time. They've been separated, but I never heard any official. I never saw any dirt sheets covering it, but I've only heard that through the grapevine. Well, right. But why would why would anybody hear unless they wanted you to know? Right. So, um, you know, I. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it, 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 it's one of those things that. Uh, people seem to like to talk about a lot. And for some reason, it just, it, it always felt weird when, when I was talking about stuff like this, when I hear Amber Heard and Johnny Depp talking shit, I went through shit like that. I did in, in the first marriage and I get that. And I under, and I'm listening to people talk, but why would you want to put it on public display? Why? Because if it was that toxic, do you really want people to know all, this, all the sordid details? Well, they did. I never got into that. I don't believe it. So I kind of, I, I get these, 
<laughs> I get these pushback feelings that I don't, I don't, this is the sort of details of corporate America. It's not professional wrestling. It's just corporate America. And in the wrestling business and circuses and back in the day, long gone and never going to come back, um, you, you had you had to uh, love the wrestling business. And it got to be really corporate and really big these days. And uh, I guess when you get too big, you, you are way too big and feel like you can do whatever you want. You know, so I don't know. Other than that, Jimmy says, Dr. Tom, you're stumbling right now more than our president. <laughs> feel like it too. I do feel like I'm stumbling more than the president. I really do. And I, I can understand how he feels too. I was thinking that was our best comment, but this, this one from Matt R is great. Looking like Jerry McDivitt gets one more big case before retirement. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know, I, it, yeah, I get, I get all that. I really do, but it's going to affect not just Vince. It's going to affect a lot of people. And it, it's, I don't know, man, it's the evils out there, no matter where you look. And, the world's not a rosy place, quite honestly. As if you're McDivitt, though, you're like, you're like, all right, I'll just retire uh, peacefully and go off into the sunset. Oh, no, we need to for <laughs> one more case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see and, that. And this is going to be a doozy, Jerry. Well, <laughs> well, <sighs> yeah. Is it, look, I had a conversation tonight with somebody who we were talking about um, – they were disappointed in someone that they met and, and I had to explain to them, they don't know you. So why should they, why should they even talk to you? Why should they acknowledge you? What's the deal? And, and, and he explained to which I, I explained back, it doesn't make a difference. There's no rules that say you have to do it this way or that way. And, um, that's how misperceptions get started too. That this guy was an asshole. He wouldn't. He, he was being a prick. No, it was a pay per view. He didn't have time. He, he doesn't know you, and uh, that's how misperceptions happen. So. True. I don't know if you have much more to talk about Vince, or would you like to talk a little bit more about Jeff Hardy, Jeff Harvey, if you will. Jeff Harvey. Uh, you know what, man. Uh, Jeff and and I saw the dash cam too today. Yep. Uh, I don't know how to defend that or even talk about that either because it's just plain plain and simple, swerving and being either drunk or high, whatever. Um, he knows he shouldn't, and maybe he didn't. I, but he's got to get out. He, he's got to get help. It's the third time in ten years. And I don't know what else to say about that either. He, he's got to get some help. He's got to do something. Because after the first one, you would think. Then the second one, you would know. <laughs> by the third one, you got to find out. And what I mean by that is you'd have to, you know you're going to go to jail next time, and then you got to find out you're going to jail. And I don't know if that's the right thing to do or not. I don't, but. We saw what happened with Sonny. Yep. And and it could happen with Jeff. So I don't want to see that happen. I don't think anyone wants to see that happen. So yeah, I agree. Let's uh, Jeff needs help. Jeff needs 
to go away somewhere where he can uh, stay there, get up, do a routine, yeah, it'll suck. It'll suck worse in prison. So it's gonna be one or the other. It's 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 death or it's prison, rehab, prison, or in death. Pretty much the three three options. And I don't think Jeff wants to go to prison. I don't think he wants to die. So there are times when I don't believe that rationale hits everybody. And don't even think about it until it's way too late. So I hope it's not too late for Jeff. I'm just like, and, and Mike says it here, get, get an Uber driver or a Lyft, personal driver. I'm just surprised like these rich guys, because uh, obviously he's rich. Like how come they don't have their own like personal driver or call? Well, how rich, how rich really do you think Jeff is? And who would he have as a personal driver? I mean, yes, of course I do understand that, but, yeah, I mean, but maybe it was a gig in between gigs and he was going to drive home. You know, I, maybe he wanted to be alone that night. Maybe just the circumstances. And it, why doesn't he have a valet and a, a chauffeur and a, and a limousine too? I agree with that, but any, any might, he should have had somebody. I, that would have been a great idea, but he didn't, and that's the problem. And there might have, there might have not been a next time, or they might not have been, you know. But so he's got another chance to. I. That's the thing. How many times? How many chances? How many? How many times does it take before somebody has to tell you? And you, and it's going to have to be somebody has to tell him, Jeff, that we love you and we don't want you to get hurt. We don't want you to hurt anybody else. This is for you. You can hate us all you want right now, but this is for you. And he has to listen to that. But Do you think he needs to retire from wrestling? Here's a question from Raven. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. If it's his passion, if he still loves it, no. He's 44, I think. If he still, what else would he do? Because Idol, what is it? Um, what's the Devil's Playground? Being idle, not doing anything, sitting still, whatever it is, and just having yep. too much time not to, not to think when all you have to do is think. So, I don't know if that's a solution or not, but the solution certainly is knowing knowing there's something better than. And it takes a while to figure that out, I think. Man, just crazy that that popped up because he left WB and WB was saying that they were going to get him help. And then all of a sudden he went to AEW and they were like, nope, he doesn't need any help. You don't always believe you need help. Right. Nobody who needs help is going to say, I need help. Unless, I don't know, I guess somebody, some people might, but... I don't think Jeff would say, "Hey," because it's I'm I, I'm doing fine. I don't need any help. But you're not looking at you from the outside. He's not looking at anything but what he sees. Uh, so that can be a problem. This obviously is a problem, and uh, I don't believe he wants to hurt himself. I don't believe he wants to hurt anybody else. And I hope Jeff doesn't end up like Sonny either. So he has a chance right now. It's up to him. Nobody can really make you do it. And, well, yeah, they can make you do it, but nobody can make you want to do it. 
Nobody can make you want to go. If you don't want to go, there's nothing that you can do. But if they, if someone actually speaks to you and talks to you, I've tried it. I tried it with uh, a very good friend of mine. Bruce and I tried to have an intervention. And he said all the right things to us. But he had been lying his whole life. And even though his daughter was with him, his uh, girlfriend was with him, and he, he promised us all, he, he didn't keep one promise. So it's, it's up to you if you want to do it. You can say all the right things, but you got to actually do the pro- go through the process. And that's something until Jeff decides he's ready, it's not going to happen. So, it's, I mean, that if he does it for his family, that, that can be the goal. That can be the uh, the destination you're looking for. But but you gotta you gotta follow through. A buddy of mine that was pretty close with Jeff, and actually, you know, he obviously still knows him pretty well now. He was saying like, "Oh, Jeff, Jeff's hiding it. Jeff's definitely lying. Jeff needs to get help. He needs to go to rehab. Said he was lying to his own brother about it, which he apparently was. So, I mean, not that." You know, he, oh, he's a liar. It's just that the addiction has gotten him. He's just gotten good at hiding, it seems like. But that's what you do. Right. And that's that's why you have to understand. It's not going to – I don't think it's going to leave anybody. It's a lifetime thing. And you have to do it for, if not yourself, something or someone that you care more about than you. Is it your family? Is it your wife? Is it your kids? If it's not, then there's no help. That There's nothing they can do to help you. So hopefully uh, his family can appeal to his empathy for them if something happened to him. It will crush him. And you don't understand how, how bad it hurts somebody else until you witness it. and Or you feel it. And God Almighty, nobody wants to feel that. So I mean, I mean, I mean, these are things that have to either be be said, and you have to feel that when when you're hearing it, or it's not going to matter. In my opinion. So Matt R with another, you know, maybe uh, controversial comment. We'll say Hardy drives like Russo, although swerves. Keep your day job, Matt. <laughs> uh, Mike says Russo would need an Alabama slam. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Anthony, it's not up to Jeff. It's a sickness. We need to stand by him. Well, yeah, you do need to stand by him. Certainly you do. You need to stand by him and tell him, Jeff, we want us to keep standing together. So you need to get help. Because if not, you're going to be six feet under, and I'll be standing over you. And you don't want to be that dramatic, but you got to be that dramatic so he gets the point. And if he doesn't get the point, then then it is it is the sickness talking to him. And yeah, you know. So I mean, that's another one. I don't know what to say. We can sit here and talk about how it happened, why it happened, why it keeps happening. But the point is, we're not walking in his shoes. We know what it does when he does walk in his shoes. And the effect it has on people who care about him. Does he care about that? Maybe he doesn't know that. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't want to start speculating because then I'm going to 
say something really stupid. Do you or did you speak with Jeff when they first came in the WWF in the month of 94? Did you know Jeff all the way back when, when he was doing job matches and enhancing matches when he was a young, young pup in the business? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure did. And and they were uh, – I've never known them to change. They are always good guys. Um, loved the business. And were talented. And and they were, they were the two kids that would come in and knew how to take bumps and everybody wanted to work with them. And they were making their gear back then too, sewing their trunks and doing all that stuff. <clears throat> doing all that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. So – uh, they've, they fell in love with the business and had a trampoline growing up and they were doing stuff like that in the backyard. And, um, that's, that alone is a part of the wrestling sickness and getting, getting addicted to the wrestling part of it. And then you get into it and you, and you find out, uh, the bumps actually do hurt <laughs> when you're doing it every day. And those guys were doing ladder matches, and that's no excuse. But I, I think that might have something to do with how it starts. Uh, when you do feel hurt and and can barely make it to uh, out of bed, so and then you start justifying. I don't know, man. And you start doing a lot of things and, and tricking everybody, including yourself, around you. So with Jeff and just like a young Jeff, I know you obviously did some training with him in the in the dojo, the Funka Dojo. You know him very well. Well, not very well, but you know him pretty well just even from back then, the Funka Dojo, WBA, when you guys used to make that travel up north. Mm-hmm. Um, but those guys were were already trained. They they were pretty talented when they got there. They, they, you know, those were the guys who had already practiced and done it on the trampoline and stuff. They just, they, they were instinctively good. So, and yeah, but they were just nice, quiet kids, I think, back then. Then they grew into these horrible monsters, John. Yeah, it's, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Sure, of course. I know we talked about this many, many months ago, but you actually had a match. In WWA, 8-21-1998, Scott Taylor and Dr. Tom defeated the Hardy Boys in ah, Newburyport, Mass. I so think Massachusetts. That, was, that was from Mike Sparta. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's always been one of those relationships. Um. Kind of like, again, not like a Michael Hayes, but uh, uh, they were were just really, (laughs) they were natural and they knew how to work. uh, And then they got involved with the Dudleys and Edge and Christian. And if you think about it, uh, they're living their dream, doing what they want, hanging out with stars, became stars. And had these memorable classic matches. And um, so I don't know if that has a whole lot to do with what what Jeff's going through now. But it was part of the journey he took to get here now. And uh, maybe, maybe he should look at it and 
see what's more important to it, I guess. On a lighter note, what would Dr. Tom's favorite Jeff Hardy match be? Well, I don't know that I have a favorite Jeff Hardy match, but I do remember, I think, a match. It was Austin and uh, Triple H against Jeff. Was it Jeff and Matt? Where everybody started throwing garbage in the ring afterwards? That's that's something that stood out in my mind because I hadn't seen that in a long time. It was Austin and Hunter against, I believe, the Hardy Boys. And they got heat on them afterwards, and people were throwing trash in the ring like they used two years ago. So, Hardy's that's always, what, always huh? over. They were always over. Yeah, they were. They really were. So, you think too much too soon for Jeff, a little bit? I don't have a – I mean, I don't know. I didn't see it like that because he, he's still that humble guy that he started out as. He really is. And at least last time I saw him, he was. Maybe your friend knows him different now, but I don't think so. Jeff doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He seems like he's still the same. So uh, I don't know. I just know. I just hope that he, he – there's no Jeff – just join the live stream. Where's your favorite match of Hardy memories? Well, they're not. I mean, Edge, Christian, Dudley's versus the Hardys was a great match. Okay, that's my favorite match ever. That's my with only the, Jeff Hardy match. But with them back then, they weren't like partiers or anything, were they? When you, Like back when you were training them and stuff, were they wild or no? No, they weren't. They weren't wild. They were good kids. There were some good boys. Yes. Anyway, SummerSlam TLC. TLC. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, so they had some memorable stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. wrestling's a mental sport. Damn right. I got a cipher all the way through my match. Anyway. Remember Jeff versus The Undertaker on Raw? Yeah. That was a great yeah. match as well. Almost like a coming out party for Jeff. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I would say so because if Taker didn't want to work with him, he wouldn't work with him. So that was, I mean, uh, Jeff has earned the respect of everybody on the roster and, and always had good matches. Jeff is the most talented Hardy. I'll give him that. <sighs> okay. Everybody, I think he's very talented. I think they're both very talented. So I'm not going to see that just sounds like I'm not trying to pick one over the other. And I'm really not, but. You know, it's like saying, okay, here we go. We shouldn't judge or criticize Jeff. We need to stand by him and support him. Well, we weren't. At least I don't think we were ever criticizing him. But I will tell you this. Uh, I don't want Jeff to hurt himself or anybody else. So. Right. That's it. Daniel says Jeff has put his body through a lot of stress over the years. I fully understand why he has a drug and alcohol addiction. Him and his brother put in a lot of hard work to be where they are today. Well, yeah, and and that's how it starts. I truly believe that it because you do get hurt, so <laughs> you do. But then again, you start liking the way that feels, and so I agree hundred percent. Do you think that Jeff should be fired from AEW? From Michael. Hey, what's up, Michael? Michael. Michael Rubin. You know, uh, I think anybody else, like if, if it was Sonny, I would certainly say yeah. 
Um, but I, and I would say, yeah, to Jeff, if, if you gotta be consistent, be consistent. I do. If you not. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't treat your, fair, your players equally. Treat them fairly. And if you do one, you got to do the other as well. So... At the same time, if Jeff agrees to get help, then help him and give him the chance to get help and get in recovery and do what he has to do. Did you see Booker T kind of was blaming AEW a little bit and said that they were like enabling him. They were partially to blame. I don't know if you saw that. No, but how would they be enabling him? I guess because he left WB and it was quite obvious that he needed help the way he left. Remember, he was literally at a house yeah. show during a match and just walked out during the match and just left him through the crowd. Yeah. So they're saying, like, they should have, I guess, saw that well, and got, got him help. But if he doesn't want to get the help. Yeah. I mean, what are they supposed to do? I mean, they, they, Jeff says, okay. And they have to take him on his word. And all of a sudden, he's not okay. So I don't know what they're supposed to do. And uh, so there, I don't, I don't blame AEW. I just believe that if it wasn't AEW, it'd be somebody else. So I don't see him as enabling him though. I just know. Do you believe that the company does enough to prevent a drug abuse from the performers? WB and AEW really. But once again, I'm not quite sure what you can do or what they can do without uh, without somebody saying infringing on my rights because it certainly do it in this day and age. I think um, that's I think that'd be more even more prevalent because if you try to stop somebody from doing what they believe they're entitled to do, you can get a lot of uh, uh, backlash, I think, and I don't know what AEW or WWE can do anymore. Uh, I, I mean, marijuana has become a drug that has been looked at now as more of a PED or something to calm everybody down or in, in sports and things like this, you know, from the um, CBD and cannabis and all the shops opening up and things like that. So, but when you get into like pills or other drugs i uh i i believe they do have i don't know what the policy is but they do have something about uh barbiturates or whatever else whatever the pills right yep okay well then i don't know what else they can do 
<laughs> people are going to be people. Everybody's getting tired of the Jeff Hardy stuff. So let's just ask you some random questions here. Out of all the superstars you've worked with and trained, who out of all of them had the most talent overall? Well, um, The Rock was a given, but I think Randy Orton had – he was one of those guys from the beginning too who just uh, – he had been doing the indies around – playing with some indie guys around St. Louis, I think, and then he came at it. But you could tell he – he uh, he had a natural. He had that instinctive talent too. It's funny that Vince himself was thinking more the lines of like Brachius. Like looking back now, yeah. it's so laughable. It's like what the Rock is right here. You like the the Brachius more? Well, I think Rock was a given because he was he was coming back, and I didn't know this at the time, but he was coming back from Memphis. I think they had sent him down there to get a little seasoning, and then getting ready to. Uh, Debut at Survivor Series, they, they brought him back to Stanford, and that's when we did this deal. And then it was Brockus and Mark Henry. And Brockus did look great. He looked yep. fantastic. And at that moment, it wasn't about putting a top wrist lock on. But he was he just didn't really grasp it. He he wasn't he never watched it as a kid. He wasn't a fan. And um so he just, yeah, it was great. Here's another good one. Congratulations to you and Mr. Jacobs on Kenzie Page winning the title and tag team gold in the NWA. How the heck did that come about? Because I didn't think you were going to be a part of the NWA. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of wild. I came uh, the week before they were in town at the Smoky Stadium. Tom Latimer, Camille, and uh, A.J. Kazana had a signing at the Smoky's uh, Stadium. <coughs> and... Tom texted me and says, hey, man, I'd love to see you come on down. So we went down, said hello, and he said, are you coming to the show Saturday? I said, man, I don't want to I don't want to go into anybody's house and just kind of hang out. Don't want to go to a show and just hang out. <laughs> you know, I don't know anybody there, but I knew everybody there. So I wound up going, uh, and it was a pretty cool time backstage. It was pretty cool. It, it was a long night. It was a long two days. I went Saturday and Sunday for TV, but it was a really good vibe. It was a really good uh, locker room. A lot of the guys were from FCW and just uh, I had known for a while. Talked to Austin Idol uh, both days. He He's having fun there. It's It's been in existence, I believe, four years, right? Billy Corgan bought it four years ago? Yep. Okay. Just so about, still. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a young company, and, and they had a good house Saturday night for the pay-per-view. But, yeah, I wasn't planning to go at all, and I thought, no, man. Then uh, Tom said, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people you'd love to see. And he was right. He really was. So it was cool to sit down and uh, just bullshit with some of those guys. I haven't seen them in a long time. It was really cool. I thought you were kayfabing me. Though. I was like, is it in Knoxville, no. NWA? I thought, you mm-hmm. know, maybe – I didn't want to go uh, because it, it's, again, it's one of those things. I, uh, I met Billy Corgan one time before, and that was it. And I did I don't really know him. Again, you know, I, Tom was inviting me. So when I got there, uh, I said hello. It was good. And I started just talking to people. And some of our guys were on ring crew. 
and got to come to the show as well. So, uh, yeah, I just I, I decided like on a Friday, yeah, man, why not? Just go down and say hi. And then I came back Sunday, and uh, it was just great. It was a good weekend. It really was. So, in your opinion, was tough enough a flop? No. I think it got some people looked at. It got some people uh, acknowledged. Miz was on Tough Enough, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you got – and Morrison was too. Uh, Josh um, – Matthews. Yes. Yeah. They, so there, you got some guys out of it. And, you know, I, no, I thought it was a great show. Really How did. come you weren't like a bigger part of it? Like, you know, they kind of made Al Snow the, the face of the trainer, you know, of the program. Really? You don't know. No. Huh. Tell us. Tell us. They didn't want me. <laughs> Why? Why not? Why would they? I was see the way it was explained to me is I'm going to be really training the guys, and they're going to do it on the TV show. Oh, makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they didn't want me on there. They wanted out. So the show is was a little fugazi, a little phony. You're real. You're the real no, trainer, and you're not the trainer on TV. <laughs> Perfect sense. You know what I mean? But wouldn't you be like, hey, this guy trained The Rock and Kurt Angle? You know what I mean? Wouldn't that have sounded better on, on yeah, TV? Yeah, I don't know. Does it sound better to you? Yeah. Right. So you and me are the only two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got that's the best answer I got for you. I ran into Dr. Tom at WrestleMania at Safeco Field in Seattle, WrestleMania 19. He was in the crowd looking at the ring, was wondering what was he looking at? Camera angles? Was he reading the crowd? Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the camera angles and reading the crowd. Or was reading to the crowd. No, I think I was just watching the match out in the arena because, you know, you watch it on the monitor, but I wanted to go out and see it in the arena. You know what I mean? So that's probably what I was doing. During, sure. I guess was this was actually during the show? You, you like, would Had be? be. Yeah. Why would so, I, why would, would I go out? Would fans were, recognize you? I don't know if they did or not, but I'm not listening to anything but watching. I'm watching the ring and I can't really hear anything, so. I, I don't think they did, John, actually. That's why they didn't want me on Tough Enough either. Oh, if I would have been on Tough Enough, maybe they would have recognized me. But I don't Yeah, like good that point. One. Yeah, yeah, good point. Thank you. Thank you good much. point. Uh, do you think The Rock was held back by Hunter Host Hemsley at all? Because in Bret Hart's <laughs> book, he said, yes, he was. Well, it really hurt The Rock's career, too. You know, <laughs> I think Brock did okay. So even if, even if even if that's true, it didn't work. So uh, is it true that The Rock was held back by Hunter? Well, obviously not, because he's one of the, if not the biggest stars on the planet, most recognizable celebrities. So I think he did okay. So At Hunter that point in even... time, though, like it, like in Bret Hart's book. Michaels and Triple H were supposedly trying to get him fired and hold him back. Of course. Of didn't course. Quite work. Yeah, it didn't quite work. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. Do you think it's true that The Rock was held back by Hunter? No, I don't think Hunter succeeded. I mean, there's a lot of jealousy and envy and, and oh, my God, pettiness. Um, so I understand that. But 
But that is a perfect example. The Rock is a perfect example of someone who wasn't going to let anybody ruin his success. And he, he was the hardest, and I believe that's true today, he's the hardest worker in the room. That's not just bullshit sayings. That's how it really works. So, yeah. Brett, and and I'm sure they were. Uh, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were doing everything they could because they they were jealous. And you notice, I don't believe Rock ever worked with Shawn Michaels, did he? Nope. I was going to bring that up. Exactly. Supposedly on purpose. Rock did not want to work with him. Well, Even when he came back for all his returns, he did not want to work with him. Of course. It was like, nah, I ain't working with that guy. Yep. You tried to fuck me over. No. Not happening. So there. Interesting. Here's our... A weekly Hall of Fame talk. Should Hakeem, aka Hakeem, or One Man Gang be in the Hall of Fame? I look, I do. I yes, I do think so. He was Hakeem and the One Man Gang, and I thought he pulled Hakeem off great. You can argue with me all day long, but I got arguments back. I'm actually surprised he's not in already. He's one of those guys, yeah, he should be. I agree. 20 years ago, should have been in. Very strange, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest superstar ever? Well, up to now, you mean, because I don't know ever. Um, gosh, because you got Austin, you got Hulk, um, Rock. My God, man. John Cena. You, you got to look at all the stuff these guys did, not just in the ring, but, I mean, as far as being uh, – Getting their name out, Cena certainly has done it recently. Rock, Austin, Austin is on commercials. Uh, you know, so he he's still in the mainstream, pardon me, pop culture. And that, I think, makes you a great superstar. But my gosh, I, I couldn't just pick one. You're the most unrecognized behind-the-scene guy in the history of WWE. You deserve more credit for developing stars. WWE's not giving you enough credit. I totally agree. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Trust me. I'm okay. But I, I appreciate that. But I'm I'm fine uh, doing what I'm doing and getting what I'm getting. I swear to God, the best satisfaction for me these days, and this is God's truth, man. Well, now I'm lying because I'm telling this the truth. But I get more satisfaction out of people getting to do what they said, what people said they couldn't do, and going out and just um, manifesting what they want and making it happen. You see with Channing Lauren right now, he was the guy that uh, I got to talk about him for just one second because he came to us as Jake, the mother lover, Tucker. And he uh, – he was kind of doughy and rushing and wasn't very good when he started. He was okay, but it, but he needed a lot of work. And he put in the work and he put in the time in the gym and he and he made his he taught himself how to sew his own outfit for him and his partner camp. And they were on, they was they were a tag team and they traveled five hours sometimes to go uh, to Jackson or Clinton, Tennessee or Dixon, Tennessee in these sweat boxes and work for nothing. I mean, 25 bucks, 40 bucks sometimes. And they would buy their own lighting and ask me, do you think Burt will let us use this at the show? 
I don't think he likes us. I said, I'll guarantee you he will. You're enhancing his show. You guys are going to be different. It's going to help his show. So they went and asked him, of course, yeah, use your life. Then they got smoke. And, of course, they got heat with the other guys in the back because they didn't think of it. They didn't think to ask. And they were always coming with new gear and stuff like that. And then he, he keeps going to keep plugging, and he goes to AEW and he, and, and the, as an extra. And, and then he goes, um, oh, hell, oh, I don't think he went to WWE. But, but they, they went to some different places before they wound up finally getting signed. You know what I mean? That, dude, I don't care if you recognize me at all. But, th- but. <laughs> With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Channing Lauren knows what he went through to get there. He does. He knows it. And that's the coolest thing for me right now to watch is somebody who would come and, and, let, and train with me for a little bit. Because I can just show you the moves. I can tell you how I could, how I would do it, and I can give you a suggestion. But it's really up to you to do it. And to me, that's the greatest satisfaction. I don't give it. I don't care if WWE never recognizes me again. I'm fine. <laughs> I swear to God. As long as people come and uh, get into it and and learn it and and I. I really like it when they fulfill the dream because you can always point to them and say it's possible. It's true. Because a lot of people get down and say, oh, life is bullshit and I'm, I'll, I'll never make it. I can't do it. No, I can point to you physically and tell them, say, no, they were in the same boat you're in. You just got to paddle faster. You just got to get a bucket and get the water out of your boat and keep going. And that's what they did. So, so I had to explain that because. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're uh, then Kenzie, speaking about that, Kenzie and uh, her partner Ella Envy. I didn't know they were going to win the belts, but it was like really cool because when they came back, she's crying and, and she's very emotional. So I get a picture with them. I thought this is great. There's another. She was from our first class. We got a picture of her, Natty Nightheart, Sasha Bailey. Uh, when, when the first two weeks we were open, uh, Natty, Sasha, and Bailey. Stopped by the school, and Kenzie was there, Dylan was there, um, Jamie was there, whoever else was there, our first class. And uh, so there she is, and, and she got to do a little stuff in the ring with those, those ladies first. Now, here she is. That was when she was 16, and now she's 20. And in Knoxville, Tennessee, she goes out and gets the NWA women's championship so the tag team thing so i could point to that and say my god she she paid her dues she's paid some dues she's only 20 she's got a lifetime of dues to come she's got a lifetime career to come and so i think that's awesome yeah very cool another another uh dr tom prodigy there i love it yeah i do too it's great from junior Hey, Dr. Tom, have you heard who Ric Flair will wrestle for his last match? 
<laughs> I have not. I have not heard, but I'm I'm surprised they haven't found anybody yet. Or strange, uh, strange coincidence. That's a great question. I actually interviewed Ric Flair today, and I asked him. It'll be out uh, on Friday on my uh, on my feed. But uh, I asked him. Said, "Who are you going to wrestle?" He said, "He's not telling." Oh, so, yeah, it's a surprise. So I said, "Do you have somebody lined up?" Apparently, if somebody's lined up. We know it's not Steamboat, but um, he's got somebody lined up. For some reason, they're not. They're not telling. He said they already sold out the building. They don't need to. <laughs> they don't need to announce like the match right now. They still have, oh. you know, they still have. A, I think six weeks or seven weeks. Which, so. Yeah, because you want people to buy it. I mean, yep. So. But there's already interest without even mentioning who he's wrestling. So, well, Mike Tyson pulled out of the roast. Yeah, I wonder why. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I'm wondering. So, so I read that today too. Uh, but hey, but yeah, be interesting. But, I don't, who's out there that that Ric Flair can work with or wrestle his last match with? Well, or let me say this: his his last match in 2022 of in, in what is it? August or July? July. July 31st. Yep. Yes. So, who do you think? I don't know. I keep hearing that it's going to be some sort of tag team match or six man that the Rock and Roll Express are going to be on the other side against Flair. And there was rumored to be Flair and FTR against Rock and Roll Express and Steamboat. Obviously, Steamboat pulled out. They right. have to put somebody else in there, hearing maybe that it was going to be Lawler. And then somebody threw Sting's name. I doubt Sting will be involved, but somebody's saying it might be like Lawler and the Rock and Roll. But I really don't know. I, I'm guessing it's going to be Flair and a partner, whoever the hell it could be, versus Rock and Roll Express. Oh wow! Okay, because uh, I know Ricky Morton is one of his favorite opponents of all time. Yes, yes, but uh, when you when you see a six man working better, it probably I, would be. Yeah, yeah, I think six man with FTR and Flair against Rock and Roll, whoever. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but um, I don't know. Could be Lawler. It, you know what? Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad match if it was Lawler. Uh, because they they're both pros and know how to sell and want to sell and want to have a good match, so I think Waller would be a great opponent. I do believe Kamala should be in the Hall of Fame. Also, I love, I love uh, the Hall of Fame stuff. Yes, I, well, me too. I I do believe Kamala too. Greg said he was unaware that Michaels tried to screw over the Rock. Wow. Yes. Well, I, I yeah, I just think they kind of put the word in and were being what they are. I didn't like the Akeem gimmick, but I preferred One Man Gang from WCCW. Yes. Well, I like One Man Gang, but I thought he pulled off the Akeem gimmick uh, pretty cool. He t- it was like the, the polka dots. He took that gimmick, and, and in my eyes, I thought he did a great job with it. I thought it was great. I really did. Chris Jericho is the GOAT. I will say that. Chris Jericho's awesome. He's, a, he's another Ricky Morton to me uh, who just – not natural. It's funny that uh, Jericho was rumored to get his head shaved, but no, he, he won the match tonight, and Ortiz got his head shaved. So Jericho yeah. uh, gets to keep whatever he's got going on up, up top. He gets to keep Well, that's the classic. I think it was Gino Hernandez versus Jose Lothario in Houston. And uh, Gino had dyed his hair blonde before and called himself Gorgeous Gino. Well, parts of his hair were coming off and the chunks you know and he kept the chunks in it but it was it looked really like a nasty head of straw 
Yeah. And uh, so they had a hair versus hair match, and everybody just knew Gino was going to lose and get his head shaved. Nope. He beat Jose. They shaved Jose's head. Wow. So Swerve. That's yeah. Jericho. There you go. Yeah. They, you know, everybody yeah. thought Jericho's going bald now. So, hey, you got this. Yeah. We'll cool food to you guys. Dylan says he's planning on applying to JPWA after summer class is over. Hey. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be hot in there this summer. It really is. But, yeah. Um, let's see. So we'll have uh, – that'll be fall. Yep. Check us out. JPWrestlingAcademy.com, Dylan. Sammy Guevara was under the mask and helped reunite with Jericho, helped Jericho win at Reunited. Oh, okay. I did see that, yes. He was dressed up as some guy named Fuego del Sol. <laughs> Who I, I mean, I'm a big fan. I rarely, I barely know who he is, but he pulled off the mask, and it was Sammy helped Jericho. What, the, what in the world's going on? Are we going to have dogs living with cats next, or what? Possibly. Well, not well, a, look, I really don't know. No, I think Sting is hurt. Yeah, I think, yeah, Sting I think, is I hurt. think so too. Yeah. yeah, not a big enough payday either. I, I would imagine. Yes, excellent choice would be Lawler. Hey, Lawler could still go. I believe that Lawler's a freak of nature too, so they could both do their punches, chops. Oh no, Lawler has a. Does Lawler have a pacemaker? Flair does. Had, so, yeah, Flair has a pacemaker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world are we doing? That's why Jared Briscoe was so adamant about him. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I'm adamant with you too, Jerry. Why? You see, Chris. But- Chris Vick has a good point. Flair and Dr. Tom versus the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. That won't happen either. So, ah, that'd be awesome. That, it's not a bad idea. I, I, yeah, I'm not going for the payoff either. can take way more than that. I need at least 10 bucks. Here's a question from your future student. Do you think that younger indie talent should be studying territory wrestling? Well, I think younger indie talent should be um, studying the right territory wrestling and not picking up bad habits because a lot of indie guys pick up bad habits and little simple stuff. And um, the right territory wrestling, in my opinion, again, that's all – when you say this is right and this is wrong, I don't mean it like that. I mean, there's some habits that people do, like slapping the leg is a bad habit. No matter what you say, I know it's dramatic and you hear a sound. But when you hit do it all the time in every part of the body, it doesn't sound the same way. And that's that's a bad habit, as an example. So, and, but yes, yeah, study, study guys like Terry Funk, uh, Harley Race, Study guys like Randy Orton, John Cena, John Cena for the timing and the presence, pacing, body language. Timing is so important. Um, So there's a lot of things, a lot of things to look for. Sorry, Dylan. Why is Pillman not in the Hall of Fame? Dr. Tom, your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know why Brian Pillman would not be in the Hall of Fame. I don't. I have a clue. Dr. Tom Hall of Fame again, man. We're getting so many. 
we got you in the Hall of Fame. I don't know how, but hey, hey, I tell you what, John, can I put you in charge of that? Would you? Would you? Would you? Would sure. you spearhead that? Spearhead this because I'm a little busy over here. I got to. I had to change the tips of my shoelaces tonight, and then I got to. I got to lace them back tomorrow. But I do it on a very specific way, the uh, German chocolate cake way, and it's a very special lacing uh, technique. Interesting. Love this channel. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Memories of Stan Lane and Jimmy Del Rey as tag partners. Uh Stan was great. Stan was uh always fun to be around <laughs> and went with the flow. Jimmy was uh a rambunctious, um intense, great in the ring. He has some really good shit going on in the ring. But he he could be uh very intense and uh I love both of them. I thought they were great. Those days are gone. I agree 100% they're gone. But you could take elements from them. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't do it exactly as was done. Take bits and pieces. It's like mining for gold. You go down and you shake the plate a little bit. You may find just rocks. But shake it again, and you may find some little nuggets of gold. So watch some of that stuff. You might see somebody do it and say, wow, that looks cool. And then you bring it in today's world with a little, I mean, with a little spin to it, put your spin on it. The, as an example, the Usos did something to FCW that made them stand out. And it was so simple. The guy, would be, uh, they would snap mare the guy where he'd be sitting up in the middle of the ring. They would hit the ropes, run and grab a chin lock. I mean, just with that aggression. And that, that stood out. That's one of those simple things. Um, People don't do anymore tag team stuff. Anyway, let's do one last question and uh, wrap it up here. Memories of the Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. Steve was awesome. Yes, I had a fun time with Steve too. We uh, uh, got into an argument one time in Canada to rib uh, Nikolai Volkov. I rode with Nikolai Brawler and I think Bruno in a tour of Canada, and. Uh, Steve wanted to do something to rib Nikolai because uh, he's from Brooklyn. I'm from I'm from the South, and all these Southern assholes and shit like that. And, and Nikolai told Steve to calm down because Steve was really getting on my shit. So, but Steve was awesome. I don't, always had a good time. Great guy. Want to also say, right? Happy birthday to your best uh, friend of all time, Brad. Yeah. Happy happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Would have been sixty years old. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's insane. That's insane in itself. But yep. Now let's head on to talk about your book, a pro wrestling curriculum, advice, suggestions, stories to help the aspiring pro get to the next level. Doctor Tom, where can they get this awesome book? You can go to jpwrestlingacademy.com. It's on the front page. Click the link. It'll take you to Amazon, and you can order all you want. Hey, Greg. Thank you. Matty R, yes. Thank you. Oh, very cool. Of course, you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website tmptempire.com. You can follow Dr. Tom on Twitter at Dr. Tom Pritchard. Like I said, check out the website, jpwrestlingacademy.com. Also, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, prowrestlingtees.com. Visit the Dr. Tom store or the JPWA store. Dr. Tom, what else do you got going on? Man, we got one more week. 
with this class right here. And then we start the summer class July 4th. And it is going to be a pretty cool summer here. No, it's not going to be cool. It's going to be a hot summer here. So uh, that's what we got going on. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. See you right back here next week for a little Take It to School with Dr. Tom Pritchard. We'll see you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies brother.